Well, West Perth are still an outside chance of featuring in September football. They need to win their remaining three games. They need a couple of other results to go their way as well. They've kept that dream alive with a 40-point win over Perth at Arena Joondalup on Saturday. It was uh, a couple of milestones, actually. Aaron Black played his 250th waffle match. And our next guest, Tyson Moulton, played his 100th game. A Premiership player last year and a road well-travelled in a West Perth Guernsey. He's with us on Sports Breakfast. Tyson, good morning. Congratulations. Thanks, Jacob. Thanks, Wendy. How are you going, lads? We're good. Uh, hundred games. What does it mean to you, Tyson? As a young guy who came through the the junior zone, what does it mean to play hundred games for West Perth? Yeah, I guess it's just a bit more, a bit very proud to be honest. It's been a long time coming. I feel it's just nice to finally get there, and nice to have the name on the locker with the Premiership Cup next to it. Uh, on that, so West Perth, and I think most clubs in the waffle these days, hundred games. It means you get your your name on the locker. Uh, that means something after you finish as well. You get to go back to the club, and no doubt you'll show your kids one day that your name's on the locker. Um, that means a bit. Yeah, it's nice. I think it'd be nice. Oh, not <laughs> nicer in the future to go back and reflect on. I think and just come back in a bit of history, get your name on the wall, which is always nice. And just I don't know when guys come back that have been there, been on the club for a while and played a hundred games. You, have that bit of respect, and it's always nice to share a beer with them. They come back down, so hopefully that's me when I'm later on in life. You're only 26, Tyson. You could play another hundred, couldn't you? Get the two hundred. Yeah, hopefully, it's imp- I don't get how Blackie's played 250. <laughs> I feel like I've been there forever, and he's double and a half for me. So <laughs> he wants to play on oh, yeah. and play to 300. So he's he's got hopefully. a few more in him as well, Blackie, and it didn't uh, didn't look all that uh, inconvenienced on the weekend. The way he's going, I reckon he'll be about 400 by the time he's finished. He doesn't slow down at all. Same with Nelly. Well, the game on the weekend, um, the second quarter was the difference and uh, you know, a nine-goal quarter there just turned the game around. Then it looked as though they might have put it into cruise control in the last quarter. Yeah, I think we we almost felt like we almost put the game away early, to be honest. We um, just played a hard brand of footy and we moved the ball well, but saying that, it was pretty pretty quick footy. I felt like they did the same thing, so I was going back and forward for a while. We were just lucky to kick a few goals, which is nice. Um, and then the last quarter, I think, yeah, that's got on top of us and... Ran over the top and I think it kicked six goals to nothing in the last, which is never ideal, but it is what it is. I was chatting, Aiden, the win. I was chatting to Aidan Lynch after the game, so I said it was hot. I mean, at this time of year, 20-odd degrees is a warm day and it was a sunny day at June. Love, did you feel the conditions at all? Uh, it was warm, but it's a beautiful day. There was no wind. It was, yeah, I thought it was lovely. Everyone started cramping in the last quarter, though. Myself, Michael Sinclair, who I was playing on, um, both cramped up and then sorry about the other six backmen, I reckon, that were around me. So salt tablets were going around in the last quarter. Tyson, you've played a few different roles in your time at West Perth. You've been a forward, uh, you've, you've played down back. Uh, it seems like you're better suited to that, that role in defence. How have you found it, though, being thrown some different tasks by your coaches over the time, Bill Monaghan, Jeff Valentine, and now Darren Harris? I actually think it's been good, to be honest. I think it's good to learn the craft. Um, I enjoy it down back, and I feel like actually playing forwards helping me as I play down back, getting a bit more, um, yeah, a bit more know where the forwards are going. I feel like I can read the ball a bit better as being playing up forward. Has it been a frustrating year for, for you guys? I mean, obviously, at times you've shown that, oh, well, we're going to be up there again, and then just dropping games that uh, you probably should have won. Where's the frustration? Yeah, it is. it's more frustrating now, knowing that we're playing good footy and we're still two games out of the final. Mm. I feel like when we are playing our best footy, we can beat anyone. So hopefully we didn't put ourselves too far out of that, and if we can keep winning and results go away, hopefully we can make the finals and hopefully do a bit of damage. Still the belief within, internally, that you can do it. Tyson, there was that mid-season stumble, but certainly you, you're careering towards the finishing line now. Yeah, I know. It's, um, the belief's definitely there. We're, uh, the club's actually humming at the moment, so it's a very good place to be, and I think 
yeah, all we got to do is hopefully try and sneak in, and then I can't. Yeah, hopefully we can give it a real good crack. It's so hard to climb the mountain again. I think we acknowledge that in any sport. You win a premiership, you win a title, you've got to start at, at, at scratch at zero and, and make your way back up the ladder. Was it just a bit of accumulative fatigue in, in maybe June, early July when those losses were starting to add up from the, the pressure of trying to go back to back? <laughs> it's a good question. I feel like if we knew, we, would, uh, wouldn't be in this, we wouldn't be two games out of the finals. Um, I think it's, just, it's a frustrating one, I guess, for Harrow. We've got a game plan I think we know that works and we just weren't really playing it to, to the best we've got. Uh, or the best of our ability so just a little bit frustrating for us I think when we get it right it's working we're just going to put four quarters together we're at the moment we're still playing two three quarters and we're still starting to win a few games but if we can put four quarters together I just can't see many teams going with us uh, the announcement from Harrow to say he's not going to be there next year and then there's a you know a, one being named and we're still at the club has that had, had any difference on the playing aspect or how has that sort of worked no nah, not at all Jace has been around the club for a for forever now, um, gets on really well with all the guys, and Harrow's still going to be around the club next year, so it's not too much of a change, I don't think, for us. It's just going to be nice to have a bit of a fresh voice. Even though, I think Harrow's been great, but I think the plan was for him to come here for a couple of years and then pass the torch on, which I think he's done perfectly, and he's got a flag in a couple of years, so I'd be happy with that. Tyson Moulton with us, Premiership player last year, and 100 games reached at the weekend in a 40-point win over Perth. Uh, you'll remember the day, Tyson, because it was your 100th, Blackie's 250th, but it was also the debut of Daniel Gathercole, one of a number of young Colts products out of last year's group that has been promoted to play senior football this year. There's a glimpse into the future, isn't there? Yeah, there is. He's a very good man, Dan. He's, um, he's, he's one of us. You can tell when people come to the club whether they're going to fit in or not. He's one of those folks from the very start. It's just, he's just one of the boys straight away, and it's just very good. He got his opportunity, and he's a very good player, and he's going to be good for us in the future. You've promoted some of these guys. Darcy Dixon looks a good prospect. Uh, we've seen Riley Sprigg lead your ruck in recent games. Um, uh, Griff Julian's played some some senior football now. So these guys come in and they don't look out of place. It, it's probably a great reflection of your, your Colts program. Very good. Chris Channon's running the tight ship down there, so it's uh, very good for us when they're coming through already built and ready to play league footy. Um, yeah, I think Griff Julian's been, he's been a standout for me, so it's Riley Sprigg. Um, they've just come in and held their own straight away. Same with Kane Bevan. He was unlucky not to be playing on the weekend, but he's been phenomenal as well. I'm going to ask you a very tough question. You might not have the answer. Who would be leading the Breckler medal at the moment? Because Shane Nelson generally has a mortgage on these. Who's leading yeah. your best and fairest? <laughs> if I had to guess, I'd say I'd have to say Shane Nelson, given his track record of winning five or whatever he's won so far. Um, yeah, closely followed by Luke Meadows and Noah Pegararo in second, I reckon. He's having a great year, uh, Luke Meadows. His numbers are in, incredible and such a big body around the stoppages. But Noah Pegararo swung forward, so he's played nearly yep. all of his football down back. And the last three games, he's gone forward, and he's kicked nine goals in three games. He won our Siena's Player of the Day on Saturday. Um, really looks at home up forward. Has it been wasted down back? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think he's been wasted anywhere, to be honest. When he's out there, he's good wherever he plays. Uh, I think he's gone down forward. It's, he's got such a good set of hands. I think he's got AFL-like quality-like... Um, marking I guess and it's just you can't stop it down back up forward it's good for us and if he's going down forward and kicking three or four goals we're not complaining Tyler Keitel six on the weekend uh, there was a bit of a nervy moment in the last quarter he went to change direction and collapsed in the the goal square in a heap uh, was he just putting on a bit of a show a bit of a song and dance or is there an injury there nah I saw that too I was a bit worried at the time but nah I think he just uh, rolled his ankle and went over but he was fine played out the game kicked his six sausage rolls and was happy as ever is he happy to share the forward line with Noah Pegararo? I'd prefer that uh, we clear it out and make it Kytel's paddock. No, nah, he's definitely happy to share it with someone. Um, 
it almost gets frustrating when we, if we become too like Tyler focused, it almost becomes a bit frustrating for him because every time he leads, the defender's so easy to chop it off. So it's nice to have a Noah down there, another you know big key target that can mark the ball really well. So takes the heat off Tyler and hopefully gets at the back like he did in the weekend. A couple of really important players in your premiership last year were Joe Hinder and Sasha Kernett. Now Sasha's missed most of the year with a knee injury, and Joe Hinder maybe just not quite at the level. Uh, of last year, but playing some good footy. Two goals on the weekend. How important are those two to bring speed to your game and that pressure? Yeah, they've been awesome. Sasha's um, very, very underrated. Uh, even though he does so much more, he's very good. I still think he's underrated. He sets up so much footy for us and the pressure he puts on. And then Joey's just all X-factor. When you get him on that wing out there, obviously you guys have seen his pace. I don't think really not many people in the Waffle War in the country are going to be able to stop him when he gets going. So... It's very good for us, and this is, yeah, that X factor that we've got up our sleeve, I guess. Dyson, lastly, I mean, it's a fair journey. You start out at a football club as a young man. You're a teenager when you start. You're now 26, as I mentioned. You played 100 games. If you could talk to your 18-year-old self, go back in time and talk to your 18-year-old self starting out, what would you say about this journey that you've been on? Uh, I'd probably say just enjoy it, to be honest. It's a great club. I'm very happy, obviously. Lucky, lucky and fortunate to be in the West Perth zone. I'm glad I went to that club. Uh, I think we'll just be enjoy every moment. Everyone says when you're playing, when you get towards the end, just enjoy it now because it'll go pretty quick. And I think as I'm getting a little bit older, even though hopefully I've still got a lot of footy left, um, all the new kids coming through, you kind of just start losing all your mates one by one and then you kind of got to realise that it's going to come to an end for you at some point. So enjoy it while you can. Well, you're certainly enjoying it at the moment and still a chance to push into uh, the top five with three games to play. Tyson, well done on 100 games. Hopefully there's 100 more and um, all the best for the remaining games. No, thank you very much, guys. Have a good day. You too. Tyson Moulton joining us here on Sports Breakfast. A very important player as part of this West Perth group. He's very durable, doesn't get injured too much, and certainly very versatile. Can play at either end of the ground and been a very important part of this premiership build for West Perth that they reached last year and they're trying to climb the mountain again. Uh, West Perth this weekend head to South Amantle to play at Fremantle Oval against the Bulldogs. See, the reserves are sitting second and the Colts are in the five and that again. So... Yeah, after last year, I suppose no one probably expected to to have the year that they did last year. But it it still looks as though they've still got good depth, and you know they, they they'll be back. There's one thing you know about West Perth: they're never going to be down for too long. Mm. That they will be back and back when the whips are cracking, very very soon. So keep an eye on the the red and the blue.